0: Your neighbor hello hello so yeah we just came off talking about six days in fallujah we realized after the fact that we probably left uh, some aspects out but in the interest of time i think we'll just leave it there hmm. uh, hopefully uh you know you guys find something interesting in that discussion i don't know
1: yeah uh, look it up you know it's look a into really, it yeah. it's 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 an interesting subject and uh i mean uh, yeah i don't know i i didn't really know anything about it prior to same. that article yeah <laughs> so. same
0: here like we were just saying outside earlier, uh, it's just nice that people are talking about it. I think.
1: Yeah, I think that's, it's a good thing. That's
0: cool. Increased awareness about stuff, uh, current events is really, really nice.
1: I, I don't yeah. see a downside to it. You know?
0: Neither do I. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, well, that was a long, little discussion segment there, and we've got some uh, some news news things to discuss. We'll just uh, we'll try to go quickly, but um, it's a bit of a build up of time too, and we're just going to accept that it's might be a bit of a long. Episode. Yeah. Whatever. Um, I actually was really excited to talk about. I was excited to have a news episode, because it's okay. been a month, I guess. It's, it's been a while, while yeah. And um, I felt like there was some fun stuff to talk to discuss. So, yeah, to get right into it. Um, so, number one, we've got... Probably should have ordered these a bit better. And, like, I actually didn't... I could have done a better division of, like... Here's a news thing, here's a discussion thing, here's a news thing, but you know. Right, whatever. Sometimes uh, you're not good at your job, and that's just how it goes. Oh, well, hey. Um, but uh, yeah, so number one, uh, the Nintendo Direct that happened on uh, February 17th, people were very excited about, um, I have watched it, uh, Teague has not, right? No, no I'm not. Uh, not big into the Nintendo stuff. You know, yeah, so I just don't yeah. care. I'm kind of a Nintendo guy. You are the the Nintendo guy. <laughs> um, between the two of us, you're definitely <laughs> the Nintendo guy. Out of 100 percent of the staff, which is two people, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, you're you know you're the hellish court guy. So I mean, I don't want to leap leap ahead, but you know, hey, well, um, yeah. Bushido Blade is your domain. Yeah, yeah. I liked Bushido Blade. It's a cool game. It really was. Um, so yeah, the Nintendo Direct uh, happened. I watched. Uh, I, I, sorry, I. Didn't actually watch this because it was a little bit interminable, I could, was maybe a word that you so, could use. Yeah, excessively long um again uh i like i was listening to sacred symbols and they were talking about it and i think that uh, chris put it pretty aptly on that show he said that this is the reason why uh, it's really nice that uh, shows like e3 exist right is because they give a really good focal point for all the companies to put their things together in one place so that you don't have to have some weird ass 55 minute long in the case of this nintendo direct a super long Corporate style video Where it's almost like You're you know Sitting in your Staff room At a uh, chapter's bookstore Being lectured about like uh, Stealing policies Or something Right right You know what I mean yeah, yeah Like yeah They're super Like I So we're gonna talk about After the, the Sony State of Play Also that happened on the 25th Just uh, five days later um, And Sony State of Play Was better Definitely yeah. It was only like Did you watch 33 that 33 minutes yeah. yeah it's just 33 minutes Very digestible it's really mostly just footage of the games. Yep. Very little preamble. They do a little bit of a talk over each one. Mm-hmm. And it's usually the director. I feel like the it could have
1: been uh, probably chopped in half, but uh, still it was uh, 33 you minutes. Three the state of play? Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: I feel like there still was some verbal diarrhea, but um, overall, it was uh, short enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, not too bad. Not too bad. I mean, 30, 33 minutes is not. Uh, that's not that big an ask. No. You know? No, it like, isn't. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. Especially if it's like a quote-unquote big show. Uh, I think this was the first state of play that's happened in a while. I think so. Someone on another podcast was saying, like, first one in over a year. That pretty sure that's not true. Uh, but it has been a while. Okay. Like, I think I remember the last state to... of... Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm getting confused. They were saying it's the first Nintendo Direct in over a year. Uh, that's blatantly false. I don't understand why. Um, there was a... I actually remember... The Nintendo Direct that happened before was the one where they announced uh, Monster Hunter Rise for the first time. Hmm. That was like, we, we actually talked about that super briefly yeah. uh, because it was a Nintendo thing. I brought it up like a, I don't know six months ago or something, four months ago. I can't, Maybe can't it's remember. the first one this year. Maybe it's the first <laughs> one this year, which says a ton since it's February. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Like, whatever, anyway. But uh, yeah, the Nintendo Direct happened. I watched it. Um, I was super excited because uh, I'd already been told by somebody else that um, the developers of Octopath Traveler which is a... Octopath Traveler to me is the only good JRPG I've sort of seen or heard of in like the past like I don't know really long time. Uh, mostly because I just I can't stand JRPGs these days. I also I think I lack the tolerance for them like I did when I was a child. Like, I had much higher... Right. Yeah, you could take them. But also, I've gone back and I've played Final Fantasy IV, Final Fantasy VI, and I feel like they kind of hold up. Hmm. Like, and I just... I don't know. Most JRPGs, to me, these days are just kind of like bloated monstrosities of games that have like horrible voice acting, god-awful story, and more just like you know, 20-minute-long sequences where they, like, talk about their emotions. It's super mm. just like, what is going on? Like, I don't... Okay, yeah. They're just so caustic to, like, a regular person wanting to enjoy a game to me. You know? Yeah, okay. Maybe it's just me, but um, I liked Octopath Traveler, uh, which I did play, because Octopath Traveler, to me, was way more, like, Final Fantasy VI and IV back in the 1990s than the stuff that we have now, and it was kind of like... Yeah, there was some bloat in the story, but it was way less than all the other crap. Okay, and, like, yeah. There was some neat story bits there. The battle system was kind of fun. The graphics are like old school, but with three-dimensional backgrounds. That, so it's like an old school mixed with new school. Mm-hmm. You know, So something a little different, but still in the... In the, in the Pixelized, uh,
1: old school looking.
0: Yeah, like in the sort of aesthetic of the old ones. Yeah, kind Yeah, of. it definitely looked old. And um, so I was told about this new game by the Octopath Traveler guys called, uh, I think the working title is just, I mean, they love weird titles, but the working title is Project Triangle. Hmm. And I feel like it's totally possible that that's actually the game's title. <laughs> 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 I mean, the other one is called Octopath Traveler, for Christ's sake. Yeah, um, well. Although I think I remember Octopath. No, but Octopath makes sense, because isn't there... Totally. they. A- paths to take yeah it is the traveling of the eight characters yeah no, it that, totally makes that, sense yeah, that, yeah. It's, uh, I think project triangle is I can't tell yet uh, I did play the demo briefly we'll get to that did but, you um, make triangles yeah well in, in traditionally in, in uh, these types of tactics games it's really frequent there's a, what's called a weapon triangle And that's like essentially a rock, paper, scissors system where it's like this thing beats this thing, which beats this thing, which beats this thing. Okay. Like in Fire Emblem, which is probably the most famous games to use this system, it's a simple thing of like sword beats axe, axe beats lance, and then lance beats a sword. Okay. So there's a circle of the way, or triangle or circle of the way it works. Okay. um, Which just adds a bit of depth to, you know, so you know, like if you build a sword-only army you'll be great against axes, but you'll be weak against lances. Mm -hmm. And you know, it just further serves to distinguish the tactical capabilities of your units. Right, right. Give you a little bit more to think about. Yep. Kind of like rock, paper, scissors, where it's like, you know, rock beats paper, paper beats. You know what? Rock paper yeah, no, that's not how
1: <laughs> rock paper scissors works. But yeah, Zero I understand paper, what you're scissors. saying. Uh, <laughs> but no, rock does not beat paper. Rock does not beat paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't listen to this podcast for
0: RPS tournament <laughs> advice. Damn, it's not the RPS tournament <laughs> podcast, <laughs> which there definitely is one. No, <laughs> for sure, dude. But yeah, so I was exci- excited about this because I had heard about um, a tactical game by the Octopath Traveler guys in the same graphical art style. Which I love. I think it's uh, j- totally genius art style. Absolutely beautiful. Most people I know who have seen it, you know, you obviously don't. Not a huge fan. No, no. Um, but most people I've seen who even just don't know video games, who look at it, they're like, "Oh, that's really pretty." Like, I would they, you go way like
1: beyond it. not a fan and think that it like actively looks like shit. Um, but that's me, you know, like uh, because but it's going for an old look, right? Yes. Like uh, so. It does that really well, <laughs> like, Absolutely. right? I mean, so uh, it's that old look that I don't like. It's not yeah. that it's poorly done. It's just it's going. It's trying to do something that I just don't appreciate.
0: Sure. That totally makes sense. Um, most people I know who have seen it from an outside perspective, they tend to think it looks really nice. Okay. Um, I don't know why or why not, but uh, mm. like, for example, you know, like uh, friends who walk by me playing it or like, you know, I was just with my parents, uh, my parents, you know, they they think it looks uh, really pretty from the outside. Okay. okay. Um, so... Yes, yeah, so I was excited about the Direct because I knew that they were announcing a new tactical game by the Octopath guys. I feel the Octopath guys are pretty talented. A lot of people in the industry say that, or rather, I guess maybe some, I don't know how many critics, but I feel like the opinion on Octopath Traveler was initially incredibly high and has a little bit soured since... Uh, oh, really? Not sa- maybe soured is the wrong word, but perhaps just uh, it's been dialed back a little bit. Okay. Like people are starting to think maybe it was a bit overrated kind of thing. Hmm. My personal opinion, uh, with a lot of experience in this type of genre, is that it's not overrated. Right. I mean, I never thought it was like the second coming, but I just really appreciated it as like one of the better JRPGs to come out. I could just, I just find the rest of them so um, uniformly garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that like it's totally not garbage. Mm-hmm. Is it incredible? Like maybe not, but it's not garbage in a way that uh,
1: everything else is.
0: Kind of. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't see that. Uh, I don't think it's overrated, but maybe I also don't rate it quite as highly as other people. Maybe some people were just like, you know, they're like over the moon about it when it came out, and then they're eventually they're like, eh, is it that good? You know. But I never thought it was like the best thing in the world to begin with. I just like it because it's, to me, it's um, one of the few sort of faithful spiritual successors to those style of games in the nineties. Right. That doesn't totally blow. You know, um, feel forgive the uh, sexual analogy. Part of the reason why I was excited about the new game is because... Uh, in so in a lot of ways, this looks like the the sort of turn-based strategy community widely considers um, Final Fantasy Tactics, the original one on PlayStation One, I think, to yeah. be sort of the best uh, of that type of game. Okay. Or like the sort of the bar that everything else is like you know evaluated against. And to me, at least externally, this looked like it was very similar to Final Fantasy Tactics. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, if that's their inspiration, then there's a chance.
1: They did a good job Yeah, because yeah,
0: they're also the Octopath guys. Octopath was a really nice. Return to form of the of the way those games used to be back in the day, and uh, but with like a bit of a modern facelift, right? Almost like RE two remake. You okay, know yeah. how it's like it's a new thing that's based on the old thing that has a lot from the old thing, but still manages to do some innovations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, so. Um, as a person who liked Final Fantasy Tactics a lot and I've he- been a huge fan of Fire Emblem that's a long-standing uh, series that probably Jasmine has played I'm, I'm guessing sure. um, yeah Fire Emblem FF Tactics uh, Shining Force if anyone remembers and Sega Genesis also I love these games and um, they haven't been great for a long time uh, there hasn't been a good one to come out in like quite some time despite what some people would say but I think the bar is like pretty low okay, <laughs> in okay. my opinion But, uh, yeah, I mean, to have a game that might be, uh, in some ways, similar to FF Tactics back in the day on PlayStation... Something to be excited for. It's totally something to be excited for. And mostly, I think I just have faith in the Octopath Traveler devs, because they did such an unexpectedly good job. Right, they've proven success, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, for me, this Nintendo Direct is really just a 55 minute trailer for Project Triangle. (laughs) Okay, so yeah. (laughs) And it's pretty cool too, because as soon as the Direct came out, you were able to kind of like the PT PT uh, teaser, okay, uh, which was also announced at like some uh, industry event. Uh, as soon as this Nintendo, the the demo became available in the store, right after this direct went live. Okay, so everyone could go download the demo for Project Triangle. Oh, that's cool! It's super cool. Mm. The game's not coming out for like at least a year. I think. I think it's maybe twenty twenty three. Jesus. Oh, no, twenty twenty two. Yeah, mm. but it's like a ways away. Um, but the demo is like awesome and mm. like it's totally like I went and played it. It's a, 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 I haven't gotten through the whole thing, but I played through the first level um, and I mean I can say I have some concerns. But it's hard for these concerns to be legitimate because it's a demo.
1: Well, yeah, and if it's that far off, I'm kind of surprised that exactly they would put out a playable demo that. Me early, too, man. Right?
0: I should have showed you before. I was, I should have just set it up and like showed you for five minutes. But honestly, like, yeah, it looks really cool. Uh, the battle system looks like it has some promise. Hmm. It looks like it has enough depth, but not too like in the weeds with like super fine control, mm. you know like a nice compromise of like uh, different units and abilities versus like there's also simple stuff like you know if you're on a higher elevation you do more damage to an enemy, uh, if you attack an enemy when there's another one on the other side flanking them, then he'll do a counter attack okay. L- little stuff like that where it's like little strategical things that you can manipulate to your advantage mm-hmm. um, the, only th- the only thing I think that concerned me it looks like there's a significant amount of um, they advertise there's a lot of choice, you know, choice matters in the game, which is right. like such a throwaway statement these days. They that say
1: that for everything.
0: Absolutely. Um, but uh, I read about this. I'm going to go back and play it probably tonight. Um, okay. I didn't have time before I, before recording. I read about the fact that someone was saying that like, oh yeah, it's actually not bullshit. The statement of like the choice matters in the sense of he tried even just in the demo. You're given a, uh, a talking point where you're like, you could tell some noble to like, you know, either you, you're you like, you should flee and we'll protect you, or you need to stand here and fight and we'll go do this. There's some three-pronged thing, mm-hmm. three-pronged choice. And he's saying that if, depending on what choice you make there, he went back and he played it multiple times, the second mission after the first one is actually takes place in like a completely different environment. Interesting. With a different objective.
1: That's interesting.
0: It sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, so maybe it's not bullshit, the choice matters thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really have that much more to say about it. I played it. I think it's cool. I think anyone who's even remotely interested in, like, an FF Tactics or Fire Emblem-style game... Should check it out. Should absolutely check it out. Yeah, part of the problem with Fire Emblem too is that lately... I mean, the last game, like, they started super tight and, like, here's your chess map. Here's your units. Combat, go. And, yeah, there's story, but it's, like, the focus is mainly the combat. Okay. And now it's, like, there's, like, a fucking teacher academy. And, like, what uh. lessons do you want your units to take while uh. they're... Like, do you, what do you want to teach your units? And, like, all this shit between the... That's just, like, taking away from the... Yeah, the uh, actual experience. Exactly. They're so bloated now that it's, like, yeah, there's a kind of a fun tactics game there in the center if you can push past all that stuff but much like the JRPGs there's just so much shit to push past and it's like but this game looks like it's it's back to the you know back to form a bit and it's like it's just the mission okay there's a little bit of story around it that's like like you're not going to teach your guys about the horrors of war between or something, you know what I mean? Or mm. like, go and foster all your relationships in the temple to make sure everyone loves you. It's like, okay, yeah. all that garbage is like, does not seem to be present here. Good. So good. It has promise. All right. All yeah. right. Well. And as far as the rest of the direct goes, there's really not that much to talk about. It's a uh, real quick, Monster Hunter Rise surprise is still coming. Mm. Uh, it looks good. Anybody who likes Monster Hunter and wants the Switch Monster Hunter should just go buy it. Yeah, like there's right. no, don't, you don't need to, don't need to check anything. It's another good Monster Hunter game. Right. I mean, y- yes, I don't know this, but like it looks for. I played the demo. It looks for all intents and purposes just as good as. Uh, it's a Monster Hunter game, right? It's a Monster Hunter game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't be concerned. Just go get it if you want. Uh, Mario Golf is coming. That's cool. Uh, lots of people like Mario Golf. Um, I don't care for it, but right. I know it has a lot of uh, fan cachet with like small. Uh, segment of the of the fans.
1: Yeah, no, I get it.
0: Kind of like Mario Tennis. There's some people who love that. Uh... I
1: can't even... Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to each their own. I mean, T can't deal with a Mario game on a good day, right? Even a regular I mean, I played, Mario game?
1: I played Mario when I was a kid, for sure. Um, definitely. Like, yeah, I played Super Mario. Um, back on Nintendo and Super S- Nintendo. And I played Mario Kart on Nintendo 64. Yep. But I hated the other Mario games on 64. Um, they switched it, right? Like, like uh, the three D Mario game. Yeah, no, like, yeah. that was. I it's
0: just called Mario sixty four.
1: Yeah, uh, no, I was done. I was done with Mario at that point, and uh, I hear you. And I just have had zero interest ever since.
0: You know what you might like uh, if you ever get a chance to try it the, in when the Wii Wii. Was mm-hmm. it original Wii? Yeah, when the original Wii came out and then they made one for a couple other systems after. Uh, and there's one on Switch right now. Uh, they made this game called New Super Mario Bros. Okay. And it's uh, it's also a 2D Mario game. Okay. And okay. it's... I love it. I really, really love it. And to me, it's just another version of... I mean, obviously, Super Mario World on Super Nintendo is the best one. Right, But yeah. it's just like another version of Mario World.
1: Well, again, like, I enjoyed it 25 years ago. Um, I wouldn't enjoy it now. I mean, I'm not i 11 years old You know like uh, Those games are so good Yeah it's not my thing so I mean yeah, I, I, Again enough. at the fair time enough. I thoroughly enjoyed it Just like uh, You know Lethal Enforcer or, uh, Duck Hunt uh, All of these games Like yeah. I, I loved them But A long time ago and, yeah. and we've come a long way In video games And to go back Is just kind of Silly to me uh, I mean I I, can, yeah. I get it for some Nostalgic Reasons You know like actually Years ago I was in Mexico and the people I was with had a Super Nintendo, I believe. And they had Battletoads hmm. and a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles co-op game. Turtles in Time? Maybe. Team 4 It's possible. Could I don't be. remember, honestly. I just remember it was hella fun for about 20 minutes. And then it was like, okay, yeah, let's watch a movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> like... Uh, <laughs> I mean, I my friend uh, Matt had a, had a like a vacation tradition, you could say, okay. of going to his cottage. Uh, he had a Super Nintendo there, and he had Mario World, and he would play through. I can't remember if he if he started this with me one time or if he'd already been doing it for like years. Um, but basically, the idea was to we sat like what we did, and I think he may have done before is we sat down and we played through all of Super Mario World while we were at the cabin, hmm. start to finish, every level. Okay, uh, we managed to do it. And it was like one of the most enjoyable gaming experiences I've ever had. Like okay. to me, it was completely hundred percent holds up. It's amazing. Right. Some of the tightest level design you will ever see in your life. Mm-hmm. You know. So we you, may just have to agree to disagree on this one. No. But.
1: Well, uh, yeah. Um. It's a it's a type of game though, right? And and so. what I'm saying is the type of game has evolved. So you know, like you I don't used. I think to, it has. Well, I'm, I'm saying that you've gone a lot. Well, no, there's still platforming, but there's a lot more now is what I'm saying, you know, so like uh, for example, like a fighting game used to be very the fighting games were the same and then you had For Honor changed the name, changed the game changed it entirely, you know like, and that's what I mean, it's like even for, you know platforming games, it's like there has probably been some well, even Crash Bandicoot, I feel it, well, it was 3D, right?
0: Yeah, um, they've evolved so, into the 3D space
1: so yeah, yeah it, it changed a bit. But uh but for me I just like I don't know. If I'm gonna play a two D Double Dragon style game, then mm-hmm. sure probably the old ones do hold up, you know. Yeah. But I'm not going to. If I'm I gonna play a co op if I'm gonna Final pl- good. But. If I'm gonna play a co op game, you know, I'm gonna play like yeah. you know, Ghost Recon or something. Sure. Like uh, yeah. and I mean just they the have
0: modern uh you know like stuff like that, Scott Pilgrim Cobra Kai. Game Cobra Kai. Sure. Yeah, yeah The Scott Pilgrim game That was like a little You know, was off the store For a while Then it came back Yeah, That had brawling co-op That was not bad Mm -hmm. They have modern versions They do exist Yeah, yeah, yeah Decent Well, probably better Than than the original Oh, totally Like like, mechanics
1: wise And stuff But, uh, But it's still It's just It's something that I Enjoyed as a kid And I don't I find like Again, my taste has changed. You know, yeah. like uh, yeah, no, that's fair enough.
0: When I want a Mario-like experience, mm-hmm. I'll go and play one of those games, and yeah, it's fair enough. it hundred percent give me gives me that. Um, I would not play a modern platformer. I don't actually don't think they're as good. As oh they. no, absolutely not even not even close.
1: Is Hollow Knight considered yeah. a platformer?
0: Oh, those kinds of games are. Yeah, that is technically a. It has platforming elements, but it's not really a platformer. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I sort of. I should have probably said that. I consider those games as kind of different. Okay, I meant cause, straight platforming.
1: Because I do find like that is like it, like that is impressive. Hollow Knight is impressive Absolutely. as far as that kind of thing goes. It's just it's not for me, you know. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I play a lot of platformers or games that have platforming elements, and I totally think that Mario World is still still holds up among the best in the world. Yeah. yeah. But anyways. Yeah, all that to say, Mario <laughs> Golf is coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there is also Splatoon 3. I don't really know if anyone cares about that. That's I like the paintball don't. thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The super dumb paintball thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. At least that's something we can agree on. Uh, and Scott, there's a Skyward Sword remake, which is widely considered to be one of the worst Zelda games ever made, <laughs> uh, which feels a little bit whoopty shit, but yeah, um, okay. I don't know. So, it, it, uh, you know, it was a pretty boring direct. Yeah. Except, new tactics game by Octopath Guys looks dope as fuck. There uh, no. And uh, go out and play the demo. Anyone who's even remotely interested. If it's free, just why not, go get right? it? Yeah, just totally go get it. Yeah. Like, it's its pretty cool. Um, that brings us to number two, which is uh, Sony's State of Play uh, that happened on February 25th. Right. Uh, and this is the one that we already preambled on this. You know, I watched it, you watched it. Again, not that much of interest here. Uh, I guess we could just go through real quick the games they discussed there's Returnal, uh, that's by the makers of... Um, it's mark. it's by the makers of Rezogun and Dead Nation, are probably their two most famous games. They This is starting, I guess, with the ones we think are interesting. FF7 Intergrade, which is the, the Final Fantasy Seven Remake, um, sort of, this I don't know, Enhanced Edition.
1: Well, isn't it the second version of the Final Fantasy VII? Like, not the second version, sorry, the second half of Final Fantasy Seven Remake?
0: No, unfortunately. It's not? No. Oh! Uh, it's uh, basically the idea is they're making the ps5 version they made the ps5 version they've got it so they're kind of doing a re-release that has the ps5 version also so that it's an it's it'll you know it upgrades itself if you have a ps5 and then they're adding some content at the same time so they're kind of just like it's like an up it's a big update um so
1: they're gonna release this game in three sections now
0: it's not the next section of that. No, no, no,
1: but what I well, at least I don't know that. how many in, sections. In, yeah. So yeah, all in yeah. all, I just assumed it was like okay, well they're gonna they're doing the next chunk of it, right? Yeah, uh,
0: that's what I thought too. Uh, and then wow. I, I had to dig into it a bit and I realized after a while that oh it's actually just it's mostly because then they have the native PS5 version now mm-hmm. and then they add a whole bunch of I mean there is a significant amount of stuff added there's a bunch of like quality of life features that just make the game like easier to play I think uh, easier in the sense of like uh, you know maybe I don't know item management is easier or like not like difficulty wise right no I get it a bunch of shit like that uh, and they're also with the P- the PS5 upgrade part of it it's just I think it's as far as I can tell it's just a free upgrade too. it's not like a it's not a different product uh, Okay. It's okay. like it's like they're just updating your Final Fantasy VII remake product, I okay. think. And they're adding some new content at the same time. Not the next giant swath, mm-hmm. but just some more stuff uh, with a new character, I think, and like a bunch of quests and shit. Okay. Um, I don't know. I mean, that looks pretty. Neat. It looked impressive. I mean, yeah. It looked good. Yeah, um, yeah. I was telling uh, T earlier, uh, I think on the phone, that I feel I I feel like personally it's a little tone deaf to highlight uh, how amazing the PS5 version is of this game now. When uh, normal consumers, including myself, cannot buy one. <laughs> but that's just me. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I agree with you. But at the same time, I don't
1: expect any different from a, you know, massive corporation like that. Um, it's like, what are
0: they going to do, not promote their product? Right?
1: Like, I mean, I don't know. Absolutely. I, yeah. And and the, the the more stuff that's exclusive for that, the more desire there is to, get, you know, like, I don't know. 100%. I, I kind of, it's not... Cool, but I get it.
0: <laughs> like... You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, it's also the, you know it's the most footage I've ever seen of Final Fantasy VII uh, thus far too, and I was kind of like, well, this game actually does look pretty awesome.
1: It does look pretty cool. Like but...
0: if I was more. If I was a little bit more into JRPGs, or specifically Final Fantasy VII, which I actually never played, I feel like I would probably be really into this. Hmm. Like, it looks better than most of the just random JRPG shit we get. Like, to me, it looks more interesting than FF15. I don't know. But, was uh, 15 the last one? Yeah, 15 was the one that had a lot of famously odd driving. Oh, yeah.
1: No, yeah. I, I, I played that a little yeah. bit. Uh, yeah. I tried it out,
0: because it looked very cool. It displays really well.
1: Yeah. 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 But, uh, no, I didn't get into it. It no. is too... A little too much for me There's, Yeah There was just too much
0: Yeah Opinion seems to be Pretty overwhelmingly uh, That FF15 was like Not that great hmm. I think for most people Yeah.
1: I watched um, Jazz and her Cousin Play it A bit And I was like This I actually want to try this out And yeah. I did And I was like Okay I can see Some of the appeal But there was just Again There was just too much To it You know Like yeah. um, And I just Wasn't so
0: into it At the time I think it's another One of those famous Like it gets good after 40 hours kind of deals, yeah, too. Uh, like, pl- plus, I'm not a Final Fantasy really?
1: fan. So, uh, you know, I, 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 I actually started playing it because I just watched Kingsclave, the oh, the, uh, sure. uh, the animated uh, movie or whatever, and I was like, oh, I can, I can play this, you know? Like, why not? Totally, and, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Maybe I have some remix the game for you. Maybe, but I don't think so. Isn't it, is it going to be free or am I crazy? No, I don't think so something is going to i I just heard rumors about the next PS Plus game it's something really big big uh yeah apparently uh, in Mar- in excuse me march yeah that's yeah, the month march, after yeah. february um, in March, it's going to be FF seven re- remake. Did it say remake? Or yeah, seven. It, it said remake. Okay, yeah, FF seven remake. That's huge. I remember seeing some disclaimer. Someone was talking about about. Like, I think it was the PS four version only. Uh maybe it's because it's the PS four version. And only. I think if they're releasing the PS five, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe the new one is a separate product then, which that's... is why they're giving it for free. Maybe. You know? yeah. yeah, that would kind of make sense. Uh, and. Uh, Farpoint VR, which I don't know if any anyway. I have not know VR what that games. is. Uh, Maquette, I have no idea what it is. No clue. And Remnant from the Ashes. I'm super, which...
1: super, super anxious to try that. Especially yeah. learning that the people that made that were the the original people that were designing
0: Hunt. Exactly right. That's the connection. I knew there was a connection. I yeah. really am curious. I, I, like, Fantastic. I, I want to play it. I, yeah, I, I definitely yeah. will. Yeah, is it like X? Hunt developers, or it's like it's the game that Hunt was trying to be to begin with.
1: Yeah, I think so. Right, and then it split off, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm, did we, did we, we talk to... about that?
0: That Hunt was like a different. We didn't, you know, no, I think that, I just right?
1: sent you a video about what Hunt was supposed to originally be. Yeah, and um, and what it turned into. Um, but uh, that yeah, that they branched off, or that the people with the original idea left and ended up making Remnant from the Ashes. Yeah. Which um, is cool
0: Yeah, it's totally cool I mean, Yeah, so it was trying to be The initial hunt was designed as a, some sort of PVE only Yeah, more horror yeah. And then they switched into the current hunt they have I'm,
1: I think it uh, was a great idea
0: Yeah, and so Remnant from the Ashes is um, It sounds cool yeah, I mean, it's we, gonna... we always thought it looked good yeah. Even before we knew any of this So listen, Remnant from the Ashes is, is going to be a free next month That's yeah. cool, man And I'm going to go check it, it out. I'm gonna yeah, where, it. I mean, gotta it goes oh, without I'm saying sure. We're going to play it together Oh yeah That was a huge uh, tangent, Uh, Mm -hmm. but to come back to the state of play, uh, so yeah, the FF7 updated edition looks very interesting. If I was a fan, I think I'd be into it. Well,
1: I'm going to try it out, because it's going to be, not the updated one, but I'm going to try out the free
0: one. I might as well. I mean, uh, come on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My time's still pretty valuable. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, also, so here's, just real quick, the stuff that we don't care about. Mm. There's the Crash Bandicoot, the new Crash Bandicoot. Uh, Uh, Yeah. Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, that that new game. Some this game, Keza: Bridge of Spirits, which is of like an indie game that looks okay. It does look sort of interesting. It does. Yeah, I, it, that's maybe the best of the list of.
1: I, I thought that that was like a, it it sort of reminded me a little bit of Horizon, but for kids. Yeah. Just because of the bow and spear. I totally see Where you're coming from Um, I was like Is this like A a new take on Horizon Or something For kids Like uh, I I don't know I mean there's none Of the robots And all that stuff But I just uh, I wasn't sure about it And I mean It looks kind of neat But
0: it looks good, it just doesn't, not for, for me, me do no. enough to separate it from a lot of other stuff. No, you know? not at all. Um, there's also Solar Ash, which is the new game uh, being developed by Heart Machine, who is the developer responsible for Hyper Light Drifter. Right. The RPG, not the racing game. Yeah, the racing game. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, he was one of my favorite developers before this game, which to me looks um, extremely bland and uninspired. Mm-hmm. and I don't really know what else to I'm really bummed out about that um, he's doing this after Hyper Light Drifter hmm. um, Hyper Light Drifter was to me an artistic masterpiece
1: yeah yeah you've talked about it a lot yeah,
0: yeah I don't see I, I look at this game listen maybe it's just not apparent at the moment but I look at this game and I just see you know those runner games where it's like the phone games where the guy just runs from one side of the screen to the other and you just make him jump to collect the coins
1: oh okay yeah I know what you're talking Endless about Endless Runner yeah, I To don't me it looks like an time. endless
0: runner, ge- an updated endless runner game, and I'm like, seriously, That's- this is what you have after like a story-driven action RPG with incredible narrative, beautiful artwork, like uh, brilliant new mechanics, like, and now it's an infinite runner. Like, I don't know, I just I don't see it. Mm. But whatever, um, he is a good dev, so maybe it's gonna be awesome. Okay. Um, there's also Deathloop, uh, which I think. Yeah, I it just couldn't doesn't care do less that much it. for us. No,
1: not at all. Not yeah, at all. it's
0: kind of like sort of a, a James Bond aesthetic.
1: Uh, it's got a car-
0: kitty, cartoony James Bond. Yeah,
1: there's something about it that uh, just I, I just don't like the look of it, and I, I have no interest in it really. But we didn't actually mention seafood.
0: No, I was I thought I just you were saying. Okay, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, it's okay. Um, I mean, I guess. <laughs> Uh, I've played Dishonored which is the Mm -hmm. you know it looks like this is uh, quite clearly this is like Dishonored 3 sort of okay it's like a different game but it's like uh, they're similar in the sense that they're first person action games right they even have a bit of a similar art style a little bit like Dishonored also was like kind of cartoony
1: sort of yeah Dishonored had my interest for a while Um, I was very curious about it and I was on the fence about it for a long time I never ended up doing it but um, but it did look cool
0: yeah, there's something about those games that bug me. Yeah, uh, and uh, I tried. De- I tried. Uh, sorry, not Deathloop. Uh, Dishonored. Thank you. I tried Dishonored, and um, I played about half of it. I think, and then I was just like, I don't know. Something about them, their games just doesn't work for me. Fair um, enough. But they're a talented studio, and people are excited about this game. It just doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, you know? that's so fair. a lot of Deathloop footage. If you're, it's worth checking out the state of play if you want to see a lot of Deathloop footage because they had a really nice um presentation. Eximples, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, sorry, to come back to the beginning, uh just, just because we led with, uh, we got kind of out of order, but yeah, Returnal, Returnal was the sci-fi sh- sort of shooter. Oh yeah, no, that did, that did
1: look very cool. Yeah, just, that's by the mark guys. Right, you know. right. No, that looked very interesting. Um, yeah. I mean, again, not, I'm not going to run out and get it right away, but I definitely, it's something to keep my eye on, you know.
0: That's actually, a, that's a PS5 exclusive. That I believe. One it of it the few Kind PS5 of looks exclusive. like it. It does, and, um,
1: Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, no, it looks interesting. it, yeah. it really does. And it, the aliens really did make me think of Edge of Tomorrow.
0: Sure. Like, yeah, uh, it really did. And I was like, okay,
1: okay, I can do this. I can do this.
0: Totally. I was deeply uninterested in Returnal uh, from previous footage they'd shown, mm-hmm. which was very non-gameplay. Right. Uh, I just thought it was like, this looks like whatever. I don't. I didn't mm. know, you know, what to expect. Yeah, it looked really bland. The original footage they showed, and I was just like, whatever. Uh, but this now looks amazing. It like, looks it pretty was cool. Pretty, pretty much pure gameplay. It looks slick. It looks fast. I feel it like looks it hard. Looks hard. You can see the influences from because they're a, a studio that makes sort of like arcade games. Right. You can see the arcade influences in this. Um, the graphics are, look really nice. Yeah. Uh, it looks like there's also story elements blended in. Like there's parts where she goes yeah. back to her house and it's like there's telling some sort of story about her life. I don't know. You know, it's very flashbacks and stuff. Flashbacks and, like, and yeah. shit. And it was, to- it was in first person, that portion. Yeah, is, it was it's weird. In third person, the rest. It was interesting. It's interesting. It looks super different. Um, and now I'm really excited about this game. Yeah. Um, but,
1: you yeah, know, we're not going to try it until we get a PS5, right?
0: Yeah, for sure. For sure. And Housemarque, I mean, they make pretty good games. And also, uh, this game, I think a lot of people do not realize this, but uh, if you like the look of what this game is trying to be... Uh, Risk of Rain 2 is um, an amazing indie game that looks exactly like a less polished version of this. Like this 100% looks like Risk of Rain 2's gameplay. Okay. So if you're into that style of thing, totally go check out Risk of Rain 2. I've played it, it's very good. Okay. Um super solid. It's it looks a little on un- initially pricey for what it is. It's like 40 or 50, I think. Um and it looks a little low budget but the meat and potatoes really are there okay like the okay. The, the game has a lot uh, going for it um, hmm. yeah and you, it's kind of like it's one of those situations where like I can't, I can't think of a better game to emulate okay yeah. you know like it's a really solid um, formula for making an action game so nice yeah I think also given the fact that it clearly looks like it's 100% inspired by Risk of Rain the gameplay wise you right. know, I'm like well that's great because Risk of Rain is amazing so you know Potential um, Totally potential Yeah And the only really other thing To talk about here is sea- Seafood right? Seafood looks cool Seafood looks cool It yeah. does I
1: mean yeah. I don't know how long It'll be cool uh, Or like how Yeah How much time You'll get out of it But It looks like the type of th- I feel like that would be Something that you could Play the demo for For a long time
0: Probably, yeah. You know, and like, uh, if anyone doesn't know, I guess they can go watch, right? But it's like it looks like some sort of um, martial arts combat. Action. I don't even
1: know what it is.
0: Third person, like martial arts action game.
1: Yeah, it's. I don't unclear. think it's a
0: fighting game, really. But I don't a fighting game in the sense of like a brawler, well, maybe. Y- yeah, but like, I, I mean, fight? the, like
1: fighting game in terms of like rounds and health bars and whatever. You know, this looked like a fight in a kitchen and stuff. And like, yeah, I mean,
0: to me, it looks straight out of Old Boy. Was it not? Yeah, Isn't there so a hallway sequence uh, and he's beating people up with a hammer.
1: Oh, I don't know. I
0: feel like there was some oh, heavy... Oh, very it, possible. At least in the demo, there was some heavy old boy Very possible.
1: That's, I didn't see that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just saw them fighting in the kitchen. I was like, okay, like this looks cool, but again, I don't know if I would want to play a whole game of it, you know?
0: I don't know if it helps or not, but I found out after the fact uh, that it's the Absolver devs. Oh. Does that make it better or worse? Mmm. I felt like that game had lots of potential and wasn't for me, but I thought it looked pretty good. Did you play it? No, uh, yes. Um, you did, huh? But only for like, a. F- I-, I tried it for like five minutes and was like, eh, I don't think I really want to play this. Okay,
1: yeah, I played it for a couple of hours. Um, very neat idea. Uh, had potential, for sure. But yeah, I also didn't get into it. Um, yeah. g- very cool. Mixed reception. Yeah, it was a cool idea. I-, I feel like if they had gone a little... Uh, they hadn't gone that direction with the uh the art i feel like it could have been a lot better
0: yeah Um, you can see how the sifu art looks it's a little bit similar to sort of of, but it's better but way better yeah uh,
1: i mean the the i don't know that's an acquired taste for absolver like uh, that's really whatever Um, yeah that wasn't what was good about the game, you know? Totally. <laughs> was the graphics. Like no. <laughs> totally. Totally. <laughs> it was the movement and stuff and the development of technique and all this and you yeah. know it, there was some cool stuff to it.
0: Yeah. But I feel like it bodes well for Sifu in the sense that um clearly what they do is fighting systems with progression kinda. Of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So pretty like, in depth
1: fighting systems. Like right? yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think it's promising. Like I didn't like the look of Absolver that much either, but knowing that it's those guys, I feel like okay, maybe this is a more interesting mm-hmm. product out of them, mm-hmm. you know? Um anyways, uh so that's I think that's pretty much all there is to say about do you have anything else to say about uh, state of play? No, no, on? I don't
1: think so. I think uh yeah, I think that was it.
0: Um, yeah, let's talk a little bit about um Number three, Vampire the Masquerade, uh Bloodlines two dev removed, uh, and game delayed out of twenty twenty one. This is the continuing saga of uh, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, which we've already talked about twice on the podcast. I think so, yeah. Um, and just to recap real quick, so this game has, has had an extremely turbulent um, history lately. Uh, in, yeah, earlier in 2020, I believe, uh, in, I think, August and September respectively, if, if memory serves, Yeah, it lost its narrative lead, Brian Mitsoda, and the creative director, Kai Clooney, creative director usually is the most important person on ensuring a project remains sort of holistically intact. Right, yeah. Um, that happened, I think, in October of 2020. And then later, and I'm probably getting these months wrong, later in around September, um, they also lost the senior narrative designer, Kara Ellison. So, you know, that's usually does not uh, bode well. No. Um, but in the first case... It's sort of—it's been very unclear this whole time whether or not these people are. There's a whole, all sorts of speculation in terms of like, is these people's jobs done, and that's why they're leaving? Like, did they just finish all the stuff they needed to do? Right, and, right, right. And there's nothing weird at all, and they're just going to another project, or it. It seems very unclear what's really going on here.
1: Just based on that trailer, it looks like they're done, right? Like, uh, Absolutely. I mean, that looks like a finished product, but that's two years old. Absolutely, yeah. So <laughs> Tegan and I just
0: watched the E3 2019 demo, um, which I actually hadn't seen previously. I don't think you I
1: don't it. think I have either. I think I saw something else, and I wasn't close to as interested yeah. until that. Yeah. Um, now I'm like,
0: well, this actually looks interesting. Bloodlines 2 from the E3 2019 demo looks like a badass vampire RPG. That is almost, like, is, you know, is extremely visually stunning. Has really beautiful environments. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, Has all sorts of, like, character attributes. It
1: looked like a vampire version of Cyberpunk.
0: Vampire version of Cyberpunk, yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, really exciting. Go check out the 2019 E3 demo if you're yeah. interested in what the game looks like. But, so, I mean, no, the real question is, are we, is anyone going to get, can that, we even get this game now? Yeah. Because, um, yeah, they just lost, they lost their creative director. Um, It's very unclear if uh, these people left under... I think Kara Ellison was the... Is it narrative designer? Um, Yeah, Kara Ellison was the senior narrative designer. Uh, When she left, uh, there was no information about why she left. Okay, she just, it was is gone now and there's no statement as to why. But earlier when they lost the senior the uh, narrative lead and the creative director, uh, I think it was the narrative lead Brian Mitsoda who had an official statement uh, to the press. And again, I'm going on memory here, but he had an official statement to the press of the effect I didn't want to leave this project. Uh, I I, In no way Was Like he was saying That um, it was not An amicable uh, Right right Like he was saying That they 100% Let him go And like He doesn't know why Was he the one That worked on it For five years I I can't remember Something like that Yeah Like was just He seemed mystified By the fact That they let him go Yeah yeah, So kind of Nobody knows Uh, And then the other people There's no official statements As to why they left So it's just sort of like Who knows Yeah The publisher was Paradox Interactive uh, and the developer was Hardsuit Labs. So, the information that just came out is that Bloodlines 2 has been delayed again uh, out of 2021. It's now not even uh, any uh, any hope of being released in 2021. Uh, and Hardsuit Labs is no longer going to lead the game's development. So, they basically just changed developer. Right. And um, this game just completely looks like it looks like a really interesting product. I think that um, based on what I know about Bloodlines 1, which I never played, but I know a lot of people who played it, uh, it sounds like that game also was a very interesting product. Mm. Like it was kind of really unique and just different and weird. Um, Like out of just super like, you know, vampire RPG, very strange, like, but interesting. They're changing developers now. You know, this game has already been in development for like, I don't know, five years or something. It was supposed to come out, I think, in 2021. Uh, I'm reading off uh, IGN here. There's an article uh, there called Vampire the Masquerade, uh, Dev Removed from Game, Delayed out of 2021. There's a quote in here. Paradox thanked Hardsuit Labs for its work on the game so far. The studio has done, quote unquote, the studio has done a tremendous job in laying the foundations for the game, and we hope that you, the community, will also appreciate their contribution to Bloodlines 2. Uh, and uh, their year end report which is a year end report out of Paradox indicates the studio will quote unquote finish work on the game meaning this doesn't seem to be a full, the new studio will finish the work on the game so it's not a complete reboot. Right. So the real which is, you know, this is you know, in and of itself is not that weird. Okay. Yeah. It's more just like why is any of this shit happening? Yeah. You know, why were all these creative leads leaving why are they le- training developers now so late in the project? It yeah. sounds super weird. It is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's something to keep an eye on, and,
1: uh, you know, I mean, I'm curious about it. Yeah. And, uh, well, I'm sure there will be more news about
0: it. Yeah, I mean, if I didn't care so much, it's a combination for me of just, like, the following the development has been just kind of fascinating, because it seems to take so many twists and turns. Yeah. There's so much weird news about it, um, and mysterious circumstances. Who knows? Maybe vampires are developing it. Uh, and the game itself just looks so interesting conceptually. Like to it, me, it really does. It, it really does. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, To me, it looks like um, the version of Vampire that I was hoping for. Uh, mostly in the sense that it's really, really polished. Because mm. to me, Vampire looked extremely cool. It was just a little bit too rough around the edges, maybe.
1: Mm. Um,
0: but I really like the concept of Vampire.
1: Uh, yeah, I kind of enjoyed the combat too. But but the thing is like it was not easy, right? Like, um there was a steep fucking learning curve. And yeah. uh once you got the hang of it, the combat was awesome. Until you did, it fucking sucked. Like yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. But I like I watched videos and stuff on it and it was like, Oh, okay, I got the wrong skill here. I should try this out and like whatever, this pairs really well with this. Don't use this weapon, like you know, like, it, there was a pretty steep learning curve Yeah, in the combat. Maybe then, some
0: balance uh, issues, perhaps.
1: Maybe. But uh, once I figured, like, again, once I got some suggestions and stuff, it um, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, it, the combat was cool.
0: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I think uh, I, I go, it goes for both of us. You know, who does Vampire RPGs. Who doesn't
1: want to be a badass vampire with some awesome skills, you know? Like, uh, some neat... I don't know. Like, it's so uh, perfect
0: for gameplay. Yeah. yeah like, really you know, is. Cloud of Bats... Smoke, mist. Oh, they had cool. Like, they had
1: weird stuff. Claws, jumping yeah. fast, running fast, blood spikes and stuff. Like uh, they had weird shit. Uh, yeah, it was very cool.
0: It lends itself really well to a game. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Vampire the the uh, the Masquerade Bloodlines also to me looks like it has a really heavy story element, and I, I mm-hmm. think that's really cool. You know, like, yeah, I'm maybe curious about more the fleshed combat. out than Vampire. I don't know how fleshed out it was in Vampire. The story? Yeah. The story was.
1: Pretty. Uh,
0: I didn't do the whole thing, but it was
1: pretty in depth. Okay. Um, so maybe
0: they're about on par in terms of like.
1: I don't know narrative I, exploration. In terms, it maybe. I, I I don't actually know, but I'm not sure about the combat in this. Like mm. it looks like a first-person shooter. Yeah. It might be good.
0: It's probably pretty janky.
1: But compared to the vampire skills in Vampire, paired with cool melee weapons and shit like that. I don't feel like it's going to be as good combat-wise. Maybe. I can't yeah. imagine it. I mean, like, I imagine you'll
0: have some cool vampire skills. I hope. I mean, mm-hmm. but I, I just... It looks like... I mean, I actually did sit through the whole uh, demo Really? Okay, right. yeah, yeah. It looks like in the demo, at least, there are some... Vampire skills? Yeah, there's some, you know, there's some, some falling-related stuff where, like, at one point he, like he falls really well. I know that sounds dumb. But I like, just like, he,
1: Well, he jumped off the railing there uh, right at the beginning and jumped down the stairs and then he sort of paused partway. And yeah. But,
0: and I saw another thing of like, I think he vanished into a cloud of bats and like went somewhere okay. or something. This is, you know, you see glimpses of it every now and then where you're like, okay, there's some, there's some powers going on there. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. It looks like it has quote-unquote heavy RPG elements. Yeah. And it. I think that's cool. Yep. I also know uh, <laughs> from experience in the, the um, pen and paper world that the... Uh, RPG it's based on is a very renowned and respected uh, RPG. It's like, okay. Um, maybe like the second most popular after D and i I'm hmm. kind of just pulling that out of my hat, but anecdotally, I feel like it's probably like second to D and D. Maybe well. it's really well known. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, and it seems like there's a pretty rich world to explore there. So. Yeah, yeah. We'll see.
1: You know. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Looks neat. <clears throat> Can't wait for more information about that, either good or bad. So, yeah, that takes us to number four, which is BlizzCon 2021 announcements and reveals. And we're just going to blaze through some stuff here. But pretty much, um, I don't think either of us really cares that much about BlizzCon. No. I don't. I mean, Diablo, great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like Diablo. Uh, it's, it's the 30th anniversary of uh, Blizzard 2, I think. Okay. Um, and just some really quick highlights, uh, if anyone's curious. There's some WoW updates, new WoW content coming, new Hearthstone expansion coming, uh, new some minor uh, Overwatch two edition, or sorry, Overwatch one or two. I can I can I can't remember what that series. Overwatch. <laughs> Over Overwatch new stuff, um, and then oh yeah, there's also the Arcade Collection, which uh, t- c- collects Lost Vikings, uh, Blackthorn, right, and Rock right. and Roll Racing games right. I all played when I was, and I went and took a look at it, and unfortunately, I don't think they they hold up quite as well as I remembered them. <laughs> uh, that's fair though. But it's neat for, like, people who like that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, they, are, they were good games in the, in the PC era of the 90s. Um, hmm. And, uh, yeah, the sort of really big stuff for me, I guess, uh, and Vortigue, uh, is that, yeah, Diablo 4, there's some, some new details came out about that. Uh, and there's a Diablo 2 remake uh, announced that's supposed to come out later this year, I believe, hmm. uh, 2021, uh, on basically everything, too, including Switch, which yeah. I think is actually kind of cool. Um, I don't know if I would go back to a Diablo 2, but it's the kind of thing where, like, I know my buddy, a good friend of mine, was a huge fan, and he has a Switch, and he doesn't have a PlayStation. Okay. So, so it may be one of those situations where it's, like, if he feels like playing it on Switch, I might grab it and just, uh, Just to play, yeah. Yeah, just to play with him. I mean, it's an old game, and, like, I'm sure in some ways it probably... I feel like in some ways it's worse, in some ways it's better. It's okay. different. It's really different than 3. Okay, you know? yeah. Like, it had a different way of handling skill points and stuff, but hmm. that's kind of neat. Yep. Um, and as far as Diablo 4 details, not much there. Some, I mean, go check it out if you feel like it. Some new stuff about how the rogue class works, I think. There is going to be PvP in this, which I think is kind of cool. And I feel like they're having some sort of vaguely either dying light or sort of dark zone kind of thing, mm-hmm. depending on your perspective, uh, where it's like <clears throat> they're saying that um, it's completely controllable by the player, and it's still primarily a PvE experience. And they're just, and they're saying, like, don't worry. If you don't want to do, do PvP, PvP. you're not going to have to. Right. But there's going to be these zones in the game, fields of hatred that are cursed by <laughs> Mephisto, and it become active again. And if you wander into one of these fields of hatred, uh, then basically PvP is enabled in these small zones. That's kind of cool. It is. It sounds interesting. And they're going to have different rules. Uh, looting rules will be different there. There'll be objectives within the zones. Um, Player versus player combat is fully on in these zones. Uh, and also, this is a quote from, uh, this is, uh, sorry, this is off an IGN article uh, called uh, Diablo 4 Rogue Class Revealed, Open World Details Explained. This came out around the same time as BlizzCon. Uh, and this is a quote from the designer of Diablo 4 about the PvP on the IGN article. He says, once you enter, it's almost like Diablo 2 rules. It's really dangerous, particularly when hardcore difficulty comes into it. Uh, He also notes that PvP is going to be an acquired taste, but no one should be worried about that because it's purely optional. Uh, And I I think it's really interesting what he says about particularly when Hardcore difficulty is enabled, because it sort of implies that you can have Hardcore difficulty in those cases, which means do you just permanently die then if someone kills you? I mean,
1: the only thing I can think of like that is Hunt. Kind of. Where you have permadeath PvP.
0: Yeah. Uh, and it's really not the same kind of game. No. <laughs> right? Not at like, all. Not could, at all. it so, couldn't I mean, possibly be more different. Like, so I don't know how that would work. It's going to be weird, man. Yeah. yeah. To me it doesn't make sense off the bat to have hardcore and PvP in no. Diablo, but clearly they're they're thinking of some way to maybe make it work, I don't know.
1: Yeah, who knows? Maybe you have multiple lives in hardcore?
0: Who knows? Maybe yeah. it's
1: like fighting games, you have 3 lives. Do you
0: remember Diablo 2?
1: Not really no Cuz
0: Diablo 2 did PvP. I think I'm thinking of Diablo 2. Yeah, Diablo 2 did have PvP. And the way it worked was you would die and drop all your stuff. Your high-tier equipment. And then there was no, like, hardcore... Like, you couldn't couldn't die permanently. But the way it worked was you would drop all your... I'm going to get this wrong. You would drop all your loot. And the guy who... You had to, like, get back to your loot while naked. You had to, like, fight through all the monsters without your loot. And if you could somehow get back to your loot... With the no loot that you have, then you could pick it back up again. So it had some sort of weird system where it's like it gives you a big penalty. Like you, you do have a big penalty if you get right, killed right. in PvP. Unfortunately, I'm really not a good person to talk no, about well this. No, we'll look it up and uh, see. But um, I just think it sounds interesting. It does. It does. Yeah. yeah. So that's that was my takeaway from BlitzCon. Yeah. And yeah, Diablo two Yeah, if my if my buddy who has a Switch switches into it, I that, do that it, could yeah. be a that could be a co-op game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Fair
0: enough. Uh, that takes us to number four. Matt. Hellish Court Hellish Court is out Exclamation it is out. point. <laughs> it is out Yeah so there's There's no real uh, Article about this I put Rock Paper Shotgun Talking about The game coming out
1: Okay yeah 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 Very
0: little it, It's like this game I um, mean here Why don't you I, just uh,
1: Yeah I, d- I don't really know How I stumbled across it I just uh, I, I just stumbled across it And it's uh, basically A fencing simulator right um, Very similar to Bushido Blade In terms of You get hit properly You die Um And I don't know It just seems like A lot of Like I loved Bushido Blade Yeah That was one of my Favorite games Ever And uh I was thinking About it a lot And then All of a sudden It's come up
0: A lot on our podcast Yeah And then
1: all of a sudden I stumbled across this video And I was like And I think they even Compare it to Bushido Blade In the The video Yeah Like for all those Super hardcore Bushido Blade fans This is the next thing Right Like uh one shot dead, you know, yeah, um, and I don't know, it just looks really neat, uh European sword fighting, so i don't i I don't think there's any katanas and all that stuff. it seems like uh saber rape at long the moment sword.
0: yeah, I mean, maybe I don't know what their plans are for it, yeah, but it seems European.
1: Yeah, seventeenth um, century, I think. That's right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I mean, just it's out now, PC, I believe only. But um, I think
0: Steam early access, maybe? Does that could that be right? Or I think it's uh, officially out. It's officially out. Yeah, yeah. This game looks really interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of that genre, but hmm. I have a lot of respect for Bushido Blade. Yeah. Um, I have a lot of respect for For Honor, even though I don't uh, play it myself. <laughs> Very different. Like that. That's not a kind of one shot
1: thing you know no like, but
0: they're in the same genre it's more like this is kind of I mean just in the sense of this is a way more hardcore version of that but they're both like one on one combat games that focus on the combat for itself not one on one no? oh okay well never mind yeah no For Honor shows my lack of knowledge about for, for Honor's
1: honor. is it's own thing I mean you can do one on one but you can also do two on two or uh, you can do these epic battles where you have like to, to sort of I think it's four on four and you have to claim areas and stuff and like right. It's a whole different thing. This is really just like a fencing sim, it yeah. seems. So and this
0: really is Bushido Blade.
1: It's Bushido yeah. Blade, like, yeah. just super well done.
0: Sure. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I mean, it's making a bit of a splash. I'm excited. Like, um, not that many people. There's a lot of random stories just floating around about it. Mm. Uh, but it seems to have some sort of uh, traction with, uh, with the people. It'll appeal to a certain type of person,
1: you know? Like, yeah. uh Just like Bushido Blade. Um yeah. And, you know, people that are interested in, uh, well swordplay and uh, uh hyper real games yeah. <laughs> like it's uh, totally it seems like i don't know uh it seems pretty common that you kill each other um <laughs> and i mean like yeah that i i think that happens uh <laughs> if two people with swords are swinging at each other I, I don't think it's that uncommon that you would uh fatally wound each other yep
0: no <laughs> so uh, i mean
1: I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it looks pretty neat. Uh, and this is uh, from St- K- Kubold, I think, is the name of the studio. Uh, and they are... Are they a Polish uh, studio? Um, I feel like they are, but I, I could be wrong. Yeah. All I know is the lead dev, uh, J- Jacob uh, K- Kisiel, or ja- Jakub Kisiel. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, he's, he was an animator and motion capture guy for Witcher, Witcher 3. He's the lead developer. CD project, you're right, Polish, yeah,
1: yeah, it's Polish, okay, yeah, 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 So I, I do believe. It wouldn't surprise me if this is a Polish game too, but probably. Um, well, it's at
0: least the creative head is uh, from <coughs> his Polish,
1: <laughs> right? Well, uh, also, it's like the, the first thing I saw was saber fighting, and it did look like it, it's Polish saber fighting yeah. <laughs> or Hungarian or whatever, you know. But sure. like uh, that from that part of the world,
0: totally, um, yeah. And yeah, yeah. I mean, like, that so, looks like
1: a Cossack right there, actually.
0: Absolutely. So, yeah, I mean, if you have any interest in uh, Bushido Blade-style games, give it a look. Check it out. It looks yeah. neat. Yeah, here's hoping that it uh, comes to makes the transition to console. Yeah. yeah. Which on. it probably will. I think it eventually yeah, it will, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would be surprised if it didn't. I would be, too. Yeah. So that takes us to... Yeah, we did some digging about Conan Exiles. We're not going to talk about it right now, but I feel like there's a fun topic to explore there. yeah. Maybe for yeah. a future episode. Just sort of a, a little, I don't know, expose on Funcom or something.
1: Well, uh, yeah, I always gave them you know sort of I, I defended Conan like big time because of how much fun I had with it and mm-hmm. all that and I thought you know it could be something but after watching this video with a little uh deeper dive do you know who did the video
0: uh yeah the video was done by Seroni. ser I don't know how to Saronis <laughs> Okay. His, the guy's channel is it's C E R O N E S T H E S. It was a very so entertaining
1: it was a very entertaining and informative video and uh, all put together. I had no idea yeah. about
0: Some real journalism. Yeah, yeah,
1: no, I really had no clue. And it, it kinda changed my mind about it a little bit. Yeah. Like I yeah. still love Conan, but uh, maybe I'm not a big fan of Funcom anymore.
0: Sure. Yeah. I mean, if anyone's curious, the video is called um, Why Are the Servers Empty? Mm-hmm. Question mark. Uh, Conan Exiles. And it's on that guy, C. Uh, it's on his channel. On YouTube. Um, on YouTube, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we may we might get into that in a future episode. Uh, I feel like there's a, a neat... Um, Yeah, there's a neat editorial discussion there. Yeah, there's something to talk about. Something to talk about, for sure. Um, But yeah, our last, we'll just the final thing we'll talk about is really quickly uh, the Narita Boy announcement trailer. So this is Narita Boy. Um, It's by Studio Koba. Uh, Studio Koba, I had actually never heard the name before, but they're out of Barcelona, and I didn't realize this, but they're the makers of Katana Zero and Little Nightmares, which are two series that you may have heard of. Katana Zero is um, a pretty famous... uh, sort of like puzzle platformer, kind of like Ninja Gaiden a bit, where okay. you have a katana-wielding uh, ninja guy, Okay. and you go around 2D levels, It's almost on Switch first, uh, ki- you know, killing guys, and it's like every zone is a puzzle, kind of. Okay, Sort of like a little bit, m- it's an action game with a little bit more of a puzzle element. Okay. In the sense of like, there's one way to get, like there's a best way to get through each zone. Right, right, right. And you have to like sort of- Figure it out. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people really like it. Uh, okay. it, it reviewed really, really critically well too. Um, but anyways, so it's a cool studio. They make the, they have a pretty pretty good track record for interesting products. Hmm. Um, and like Katana Zero and Little Nightmares are both definitely interesting. Okay, like, yeah. they're a little offbeat.
1: Well, and this isn't going to be a full price game, right? Like this. Is oh, definitely not. Like yeah. indie. Yeah. yeah.
0: I mean, to me, it looks like it's probably a twenty dollars game. I would assume. I would um, hope. Yeah, yeah, normally. but yeah. So we just watched the trailer. the trailer came out. Um, the, ga- the game release date just got announced it's coming out March 30th uh, really really soon
1: that's from 2017
0: so I guess this game has been de- in development for like four years that's wow. crazy
1: that it must be longer out. I mean if that came out in 2007 the trailer yeah. came out in 2017
0: yeah. it's crazy man yeah well, I, I think I think this trailer looks really, really interesting.
1: I, it, it does. It looks a lot more interesting than you know ninety percent of the other games that you've yeah been like this is interesting. <laughs> I'm like ah yeah. oh, well you know it's a matter of opinion. This actually does look interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's still not for me, but I can see the appeal in it.
0: Totally, totally. Yeah, this it's is same my number one game to keep an eye on right now. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah same as all Nine. Like I,
1: I didn't not for me, but I absolutely saw the appeal to it, you know? like Really there, unique
0: look. There was something to it, for sure. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, heavily stylized. Yeah. Uh, Teague was just saying it looks a lot like the cover of Tron.
1: Yeah, well, I just remember Tron in the video store when I was a kid, you know? like, And I, I feel like right. that is kind of the cover.
0: Yeah, and the trailer itself feels very homage oh, to Tron. Yeah, well, yeah. a computer d- goes inside the computer. Yeah. Like, it is Tron. Yeah. Like, um but I think it, I just think it looks really cool mm-hmm. I think the studio is very good and I think the, tr- the the announcement trailer has a lot shows a lot of promise mm. and so, it's Brazilian you say uh, Barcelona oh Spain yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah Spain and it comes out extremely soon March 30th well uh, listen do you want to talk about what we have been playing yeah. yeah yeah so here why don't you lead uh, yeah I've got you written down as Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint
1: yeah I bought that the other day because it was on sale and a buddy had talked about it and um
0: it's co op I like the division. I actually don't even know what the game is. Uh, it's third What's person. The-
1: um, yeah, it's third person open world, pretty much like Metal Gear, in terms of heavy stealth, heavy planning, um, very tactical, and very um, pretty easy to die and pretty easy to kill. Right? Like, so mm. I mean, like a headshot will kill somebody. You know, right. if they got a helmet on. Okay, two headshots. Very but, lethal. Yeah like uh, you get shot A couple of times you're done you know, Like it, it really not uh, You're not meant to run in Guns blazing you know it's like you, you Map out the thing you mark all the uh, You have a little drone you mark All the enemies around you know you coordinate With your friend you stealth take out Certain people you know You make sure that the you hide the bodies So people don't get alerted to. You know like th- it's pretty tactical yeah. um, And a lot of fun but cool. uh, it definitely has its issues, uh, like every game, but I don't know. I was having a blast with it, cool. and uh, I only played with my buddy once. Yeah. <laughs> like I bought it because he suggested it. We played once, and yeah, I put it on a couple of times by myself, but it's really not... I don't like playing video games by myself, so... Fair enough. I just haven't. Yeah. Um, but I think it was like 30 bucks or something for the... Deluxe, whatever edition down from you know $140 or something. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I see 75% off, I'm like, oh great, it's gonna be like 10 bucks or something, you know, like uh, whatever. (laughs) It's like, no, it's only 75% off the $130 edition, you know, of course, not the regular (laughs) ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. Regular ones still 80 bucks, but
0: um, cool. I mean, hey, like one session with a friend in co op of like a few hours, if something's only like 30 bucks, it's like not that. Nah. If it doesn't even go anywhere past that, that's not that bad. You know? No. Like, I don't know. Yeah.
1: I mean, consider going to a bar with a friend and buying one round of drinks, you know? Like... Uh, yeah. Or two rounds of dr- Like, I mean, it's really not...
0: Yeah. 30 bucks is okay. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a taxi ride. <laughs> Especially for a nice, fun co-op experience. Exactly, yeah. we don't get that many of. No. Right? No, no, no. Yeah. And what about you? Yeah, I mean, um, I basically... What have I? have pretty much just been playing. Yeah, Fallen Order, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, right? Is basically yeah the most that I've been doing. I played a little bit of Destiny. There's some new content. It looks really the new content lately looks really exciting for Destiny. Okay. Um, you remember that Outbreak mission where it's crazy hard and I got did it with a friend and there's a 15 minute timer. I was like telling you about. Oh a long yeah, time ago. yeah,
1: yeah. I do remember you mentioning it.
0: They released a similar new mission like that. Where there's like a special zone created just for the mission. If you do it, you get this cool gun. Okay. There's like it's super hardcore and very difficult. Hmm. Um, so I didn't get into that, but I heard about it and I sort of reinvigorated my. Uh,
1: nice, nice. And
0: yeah, they're doing a lot of cool stuff with the game lately. Uh, so I, I played around with that a little bit. Nothing too crazy. Uh, I really like that Project Triangle demo. Right. Um, looking forward to playing that a little bit more. Um, but yeah, the ma- the majority is just Jedi Fallen Order, um, which you're in love with now. Yeah, I really, actually really, really like it. Good, um, good. I think it has some really, really cool... Because um, the game is clearly trying to do Dark Souls combat, right? Mm-hmm. And in, it's not quite as polished as Dark Souls, but there are aspects of the combat that are different than Dark Souls that I can appreciate also. Like, the way that... What you gain from fighting both creatures, which is pretty much like the Dark Souls combat, and stormtroopers, which are not quite like Dark Souls combat because they have guns and like mm-hmm. things in Dark Souls don't usually have guns. It's really interesting because also you know the fact that when you when you fight like when you fight a stormtrooper, it feels like vastly different than when you fight this like beast that's like charging at you. Right, the right, horn, right. You know, and I really appreciate those two aspects the of the combat. Yeah, they go going together and contrasting. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also like I've seen some uncharted like I started a new level where you have to like you, you you are dumped into a swamp and you have to literally climb up an ATST as it's walking. Right, I like remember. pull out a guy from the top, jump inside, fight off the guys in the middle of the of the tank thing, get into the cockpit, like knock out the cockpit guys, and then use the ATST to def- to like an- annihilate the enemies attacking the base in front of you. Right, like, right, right. Just really cinematic and weird and different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really appreciate those aspects. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think the game is really solid. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Like, I still have, you know, my... my. I think we'll get into this more with the Conan discussion because it helped me to understand even more how I feel about... The the Conan guy, the, um, the way he talks about the problems with co- balance in Conan, mm-hmm. it's kind of the same way I feel about difficulty settings. Okay. You know? um. So I still have... I wish that there were no difficulty settings, um, but... Uh, after pushing past the initial point, it's really fine the difficulty. yeah. like anyone who's played Dark Souls, um, if they just put the the fallen order difficulty to the max, like it's gonna be basically the same as Dark Souls. Okay, yeah. I have a progress bar that's a little weird sometimes because it went down and then went up one it it went up and then one time it went down and then up. So hmm. I'm a little bit like, I don't know what this means now. Yeah. But the progress bar I have on my save file makes it seem like I'm halfway through the game. Okay. So okay. I assume I'm halfway through the game. Okay. It yeah. feels about right. Hmm. Uh, and um, yeah, I just fought my first Jedi uh, boss battle. Okay. That I died horribly on, but uh, that's the last thing I did before coming here. Okay. And um, it was really cool. Nice. Uh, nice. It's it, Again, like uh, fighting a Jedi in the game feels... Also, suitably different from all the other types of yeah, right, fight. right, right. It's a super different kind of fight. Yeah, the game's really cool. Nice. I, nice. I kind of can't say enough good stuff about it. Like, yeah. it has negative points, but I really feel like they did make something special here. Wow, uh, well, that's um, great. And if you are both a fan of Star Wars and Dark Souls, there you really should play this game. Yeah, well, like, uh, it's it's kind of the best of both worlds. Yeah. Nice. Um, for a person like yourself too, who maybe is a bit intimidated by Dark Souls' sort of complexity and like level of challenge, also. Uh, I feel like the difficulty levels are quite... um... That's not what bugged me about Dark Souls. Um, I
1: didn't find it too difficult so much as... um, Well, maybe, yeah, the boss fights, maybe. But uh, it was more of a a lack of appeal because it was a memory thing. It was you memorize Mm. the techniques and then you just do the technique to counter it. And it seemed pretty uninspired to me.
0: Oh, that's really interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, I
1: just... Oh, so like well, you diffi- might also hate this, then. <laughs> the difficulty setting didn't... Like, again, I don't mind difficulty settings, but yeah. I also don't mind things that are hard. You know, right. like, I do thoroughly enjoy some difficult things. Yeah. But for Dark Souls, Neo, uh the Souls-like games, I found the bosses a little... I really, really, really loved the world. Okay. Like, it... Absolutely Adored Even with the surge Yeah It's the bosses That bugged me Right Because it was a It was a a memory thing That's really interesting And it was just like Die, rinse, repeat Uh, Yeah You know Try something else And which is cool But it gets tiring After the third boss
0: Right Um, Yeah well maybe It's just a question Of personal preference Then in terms of Maybe just some people Like those types of things Yeah 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 I didn't really realize I thought in most cases It was like They just don't like The level of Like other people Don't like the level Of challenge but maybe that's true maybe it's more like something about the particular way in which they deliver the challenge
1: yeah yeah cuz i don't mind challenge um yeah, like i actually kind of
0: think.
1: i i don't like it when it's too easy yeah but i really don't like Boss fights in these games like, Interesting. It's it's yeah. the bosses that bug me
0: and It's too bad we don't have time and I wish I could have shown you The Jedi right, now right. just to see Because I didn't know this was your perspective mm. Just to see if you, if you would look like it would be A good boss fight to you or mm-hmm. Not, mm-hmm. Uh, Well if I mean, time.
1: Often the, the bosses are always different Right like yeah. uh, from the previous ones But it's always the same thing In terms of you memorize their move set yeah. You act accordingly You attack when you can Whatever but it's not like that There's a formula, like you get the rhythm, and then you apply your the formula, and you get through it. And that, I do, I can see some of the appeal to that, but it gets incredibly repetitive to me, and I just lose interest. You know, like Mm. uh, I just don't care. Um, Whereas the all the stuff leading up to the boss, I absolutely adore it. I love dying to stuff, like getting overwhelmed, and just being like, oh shit, I gotta do this again. And I love the fact that everything spawns back in. Every time you go through, you know, like, I just, I absolutely loved that part of those, or that style of game. Yeah. But again, the damn boss is just like... I really love the exploring in Fallen Order. I think it's pretty fun. The exploration? Yeah, I can only imagine. Well, in all of these games, or all games that I've played like that, the the, the worlds were really cool. Like, I really did enjoy the, you know... uh, I don't know. I I I do like the idea, but again, the boss part is what turns me off.
0: Very interesting. Yeah. Um. I wonder if you would think Fallen Order was better, worse, or the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well,
1: it has bosses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I just
0: want. I mean, I wonder if the boss fights would be the same or Mm -hmm. better for you or worse for you or yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, in my head, I kind of feel like they're maybe a little bit more straightforward than Souls games, so maybe they'd be more palatable to you. But it's super strange I don't
1: though too, because the first time I played Dark Souls three, um, the first boss I walked through like nothing. Yeah. Like I had the it was a ridiculously easy time, and I just like I was like, oh okay, like just a regular old bad guy. Yeah, and I was like, wait a minute, no, that wasn't a regular bad guy. Like, uh, and I tried it again later, and I was like, how the fuck did I do that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like what the hell was I on? Like I kind of had
0: a similar experience. <laughs> I
1: mean, like. I I, I I tried it a couple of times after, and I was just like, "Wait, like, what the hell was yeah. going on with me when I did this the first time?" Like, maybe I just one hundred percent fluke. Yeah, I must have just been really on point, yeah. know, or like my you know uh, really awake. My reflexes were good. I don't know, or because
0: you didn't think it was a boss, you just weren't stressed at all at all, and so I it didn't like, do anything. Yeah, I don't
1: know, but <laughs> don't know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's just that's what sort of bugs me about the stuff. But yeah. I, and bosses aren't necessarily. Like just because the boss is difficult, that doesn't necessarily mean that it's a write-off for me. Like an arc yep. to fight a boss, it takes an army. Like you need to go in with like ten friends with like max gear and like top stat dinosaurs and like all. And there's still a chance that you know you will all die. Um, yeah. <laughs> like it still happens. Like uh, and I I don't. And the thing with that is when you die there, you lose everything. Um, <laughs> you lose it all. The dinosaurs that took you weeks to raise, uh, all of your gear that needs to be top tier just to be able to compete. Yeah. Um, you lose it all. Yeah. And yeah, so I'm not necessarily opposed to the difficulty, but there's something about the repetitiveness and the the, the sort of uh, the formula, you know that sure that is once you memorize the formula and the technique, then you know what to do, you know, yeah. and uh, and I don't know if. Yeah, I don't feel like Ark is the same <laughs> with the bosses. There's a lot more, like, yeah, there's probably things that you really shouldn't do. And I probably was listening to friends telling me,
0: yeah, don't do that. And that's why we survive. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, listen, if you ever happen to try Fallen Order, yeah. I'd, be, I'd be really curious to hear. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. You know, about it. yeah, I think that's yeah. it. Eh?
0: Cool. Well, everybody, thanks for listening. Have a good week. Um, and that was, uh, yeah, episode... Nineteen. Nineteen. Not 20, 19. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Episode 19 of Noob Talk. We'll see you next time.